0: Hey, you're listening to the Debt Free CEO Podcast, where you'll learn ways to manage your finances in your personal or business life to set you on the path to debt-free and on to financial freedom. I'm Megan, your debt-free finance coach, former high school math teacher, now a debt-free entrepreneur. In 2021, I paid off $53,000 worth of debt in 12 months so that I could walk away from the classroom. Whether you're on the path to debt-free or looking for ways to manage your finances better, you're in the right place. Walking the path to financial freedom doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Hey friends, welcome back to the Debt Free CEO podcast. I am excited to get this episode out to you. And I understand that it might be a little late to get this episode out for you because some people do their Christmas shopping and all of their holiday shopping in the summer. I am not one of those people, to be completely honest, so if you are not one of those people, then this episode is going to be great for you. If you are one of those super overachieving holiday people, then these are going to be great tips for you to implement next year as you plan and prepare for the holidays. So this episode, we're going to talk about the realities of spending and finances around the holidays specifically around Thanksgiving and Christmas because they are a month apart and it's happened so quickly and sometimes it can be overwhelming with the amount of festivities that you have to go to with the season in general I feel like the fall and the last three months of the year are super busy in general at least in my life I don't know about your life but I think I and I feel like the last quarter of the year flies by because we have birthdays holidays literally we have everything and it can be really overwhelming and it can also be super draining to the bank account also don't forget i have a budget template that you can print out and use as you are trying to navigate this holiday season and as you plan and prepare for your finances for 2024 which i cannot believe we are almost to 2024 how how did it happen how did we get here it's crazy to me So let's be honest, the holidays can be really expensive, whether we feel the need to get everyone in our family a gift or the insane amount of travel that people do around the holidays, or even the amount of food that you have to bring to your family events. All of those things can really add up. I know we spend more this time of year and I'm sure you spend more this time of year too. So I really want to hit a few points. One to help you feel confident in your decisions, but also to give you clarity in maybe some decisions that you need to make around this time of year when it comes to your finances. The first thing I want to talk about, and this pertains to Christmas specifically, you don't have to buy everybody a gift. Okay. If you're one of those families where y'all have always bought your grandma, your grandpa, your uncle, your aunt, your cousins, your brother, your sister, if everybody in your family gets and gives everybody in your family a gift, you don't have to do that. I am giving you permission to not do that. It is the thought that counts. Your presence can be enough, especially, especially if you are one of those families that has to travel out of town for Christmas. We're not one of those families, but I know a lot of people don't live near their family. So on top of traveling to see their family for the holidays, then they feel this added pressure to get everybody a gift in their family. And I'm telling you right now, you don't have to do that. So I'm giving you permission not to do that. You can get a few people in your family a gift if you choose. You can decide to give nobody a gift in your family if you choose. The holidays are not about gift giving, right? They're about being with your loved ones and celebrating the people that you love especially if you're in a place where financially you can't afford to give everybody a gift it's okay that you don't it's okay to save your money if you spend twenty dollars minimum minimum right on each person in your family to give them a gift wow that's added up and isn't worth the amount of money that you're spending on this person whereas you could be taking care of your own self taking care of your personal finances. I promise if you have a good family and friends, they're going to respect more that you are taking care of yourself and your own finances as opposed to stretching yourself so incredibly thin that you feel like you have to go out of your way to get them this gift. So, if you needed that reminder for this time of the year, There it is. You don't have to get everybody a gift in your family. It's not necessary and it can get really expensive really fast. Sometimes my husband and I, and I think this is maybe because we had our baby and now everything is about her, but him and I are even like asking each other, hey, are we getting each other something this year? I mean, we're just not very interested in it, right? And even our baby, she's gonna be two next year, right? So she's one right now, she doesn't need much. We're not even thinking about getting her anything. So I want to just give you that reminder and give you that peace of mind that you don't have to buy everybody a gift. You don't have to go all out because it's the holidays and that's what people expect of you. What do you expect of yourself, right? This has to do more about you than it does them. If anything, write everybody in your family a sweet note, give them a Christmas card and write something super duper kind in it. Or go super, if you're like, I really don't want to show up empty-handed, go super low-key and get like a $5, $10 Starbucks gift card. So that was one of the easier topics. The next thing I want to talk about is... Planning ahead for travel. Now, I already said this my family and I, we don't really travel for the holidays. Everybody lives local to us, but I know a lot of people have to buy plane tickets to go see their families, or they have to drive hours on end to be with their families for the holidays. And there's a few things that I would recommend if you are one of those families. If you can, buy your flight as early as possible. Everybody else in the world is trying to travel around the holidays, so you're going to spend so much money on those plane tickets if you wait closer to the date And I know there's a few apps out there where you can track the prices and see when the best time is to buy. I think Hopper is one of them. Um, Use one of those apps too and kind of put in the date that you are trying to fly out and it will tell you the best time to buy so that you are getting the lowest possible price for your ticket. So buy early and then if you can If you are responsible with credit cards and you don't have a credit card spending issue, right, you can have credit card debt, but do you trust yourself now that you've are making this transition in your life and you are making a change in your spending habits? Do you trust yourself to use this credit card for good? You can spend on certain credit cards that offer you reward points or offer you miles for you to be able to cash in those rewards for plane tickets. So essentially, if you put your electric bill on a credit card that is privy to Airlines and gives you great rewards for airlines. Then, when it does come time to buy that ticket that you need to go out of town, it could essentially be free because just by putting your $200, $300 electric bill on there every single month, it's in, it ends up being covered by reward points by the end of the year. So, I only recommend that if you are smart with credit cards, if you are safe to use them without going crazy. I use credit cards as a tool in our life and in our family, um, but some people can't do that. Some people see credit cards and they think that it means they have unlimited spending and unlimited access to money, and that is when people get themselves into a lot of debt. So really do some self-reflection there and see if you are one of those people that can be responsible with a credit card. But the main thing is to buy early, but plan ahead to plan ahead and save ahead of time for those flights that you may need or the gas that you're going to have to spend later on. And I'll talk about that a little bit more here in just a second. So with the holidays comes a lot of food, a lot of gifts, a lot of everything. Outfits. I mean, (laughs) There's there's just so many things, right, that, that could come with the holidays. Not everybody buys a new outfit for the holidays. Not everybody buys gifts and not everybody brings anything to the table on Christmas or Thanksgiving. And that's okay. But if you are one of those people that likes to do those things, then be smart about it and shop the sales or shop the deals ahead of time. But when you do that, right, so shop Black Friday, some people um, shop in the summer for their Christmas things. I know that my husband and I, we always shop the food sales every single week. And so like if we are looking for certain things for the meals that we're going to bring for Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'll buy it earlier if it's on sale a week or two ahead, right? Because I'll look at the weekly ads for the grocery stores and try to buy it as cheap as possible. So that way when everybody is in there and everybody needs it last minute, I'm not having to pay more or get it at a higher price. So shop the sales and deals, but, 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 but go in with a list, go in with what you need before you get to the store. Because if you do not go in with a list, this has to do with black Friday. This has to do with any time that you shop For anything, go in with a list ahead of time because if you don't, I promise you, you will overbuy because you'll be like, Oh, that looks nice. Oh, I want this. Oh, we should bring that. And you will overbuy and overspend. So go in with a list and stick with it. (laughs) I am guilty of all of these things. Okay. I am the person that overbuys food for every event because I am fearful, right? And it's not necessary. So then I end up having all of this stuff that's left over and it's wasteful. Don't be like me. Okay, go in with your list and be calculated with it. Know that this amount of food will will feed this many people and that is perfect. And the last thing I really wanna talk about is how to save for the holidays year round. Some people have a, a few different things and it depends on what type of job you have and how you get paid. So for instance, my husband gets paid every two weeks. So he gets 26 pay periods a year. And so he, that doesn't mean he gets paid twice a month, he gets paid every two weeks. So technically, two months out of the year, he gets an extra check. And those extra checks are amazing. They're life giving, right? They're good for things like Christmas. So when if if you have a spouse, or if your job pays you every two weeks, because when we budget, we only budget two checks. So when he gets that extra check, it's like, oh my gosh, woohoo, this is extra money. Use that extra money and set it aside for the holidays, whether that is to save for the plane ticket that you need or the food you're going to buy or the Christmas gifts that you want to buy for your family. Set that aside early and often. And some jobs give you a Christmas bonus. I don't know many that do. (laughs) But I think my husband got one one time. I don't even remember how much it was, but I was like, "Oh, that's nice." If your job and I, I've act, okay. I, lied. I got one. I got a Christmas bonus once when I was out of the classroom and I was working a job, and it, I was very thankful and very blessed for it. So, if you have a job that offers or gives you a Christmas bonus, use that for exactly that. Set that aside and use it for Christmas gifts, food, or whatever it may be. And the last thing I want to say about saving and preparing for the holidays and Christmas shopping and whatever it may be, it goes with, it goes back to any way that you want to save for anything. It starts by making a budget, making a plan for how you're going to save your $500, your $1,000, whatever it may be. If you need flights and then you need food and you need gift, gift money, I'm going to say like two grand. I don't know, whatever make a plan at the beginning of the year of how you're going to save $2,000 so that when Christmas time comes, you're not putting all of these expenses on credit cards. You're not spending money that you don't have. You've got this money in a savings account set aside prepared for Christmas. And I haven't talked about this much, but that type of savings account, if you want to call it that, It is the savings account. Yes. Um, But the technical term is called a sinking fund. And what sinking funds are is month after month in your budget, you set a certain amount of money aside for a specific thing, whether that be car maintenance, Christmas shopping, a plane ticket, a vacation, a vacation fund that you've got for your family, anything that doesn't happen monthly, but you know will come up and you want to plan for ahead of time. So for car maintenance, right, we get oil changes, we get alignments, we get our tires rotated, all of those type of things, but we don't do them every single month. So there's no need to really plan for them month after month. So what we would do is we would have a sinking fund created for it. And we would set aside 20, 25, $30, whatever, we can, we could look at how much you would end up spending on those type of things for the year and then it by 12. And that's how much you would want to set aside each month. And there's probably apps out there that track this better, or there could be a spreadsheet out there somewhere that would track this, but you would set aside that $30 a month and, that money goes into your high yield savings account. So you're still earning, you know, four to 5% interest while you're not spending it. And while you're waiting for that car expense to come up similar to Christmas, right? If we are going to spend two grand on Christmas next year, then we want to divide that by 12 and we want to set aside about $150, $170 every single month. And what we would do is we would put that money in our sinking fund, which is essentially just a high yield savings account. But the key is to document how much is actually going to what. So you should have your emergency fund in your savings account. So I would say three months is pretty solid depending on how you live. And what type of job you have, like, are you going to be at risk of losing your job and whatnot? So side story, and then I'll get back to sinking funds. But back when the pandemic happened, my husband was a gym trainer and I was a teacher. So had we known the pandemic was going to come, we would have mentally or in our savings count, we would have prepared for, okay, if he loses his job, can we survive off of my income? And what does that look like? So what do we need to have in, in savings to be able to live? Because in the pandemic, I did not lose my job. I was still able to teach from home. God bless and God willing. And so we weren't completely, you know, we hadn't both completely lost our jobs. If you both are at risk of losing your jobs, then you definitely would want, I would say, more to the six months in savings. But if it's just one of the spouses, like my husband, during the pandemic, then three would have been sufficient and was sufficient to get us by and through that time. Anyways, back to sinking funds. (laughs) You always want your emergency fund in your savings account, your high yield savings account, but then you're also going to add these sinking funds into savings account. So you don't need five different savings accounts, one for Christmas, one for my car maintenance, and one for vacation. That's excessive and not necessary. You can have it all in one, just Being able to document how much money is actually in the car sinking fund, how much money is actually in the Christmas, and the vacation is key. And you can do that via a spreadsheet, via pencil and paper, if you're old school, it doesn't matter, right? So you want to calculate or you want to work backwards with, okay, same with if you want to go on a vacation. Okay, well, vacations, depending on who is going, how many of is in your family, and working backwards and dividing by 12. You want to set that money aside month after month. And so that was kind of what I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast. If you are one of those people that is super ahead and you buy your presents early, you do all of this stuff early, then this will help you next year, January 1st, right? When you look at your budget and get started and you're going, okay, I spent about blank on Christmas last year and in the holidays. I want to spend blank or less this year. So I'm going to set aside and I'm going to plan $100 a month this time, whatever it may be. It's good to do those things, whether that be for the holidays and Christmas or your vacation or even just your car maintenance so that when these expenses come up, especially if we are in debt already when we are in debt already, the key is to stop ourselves from getting further into debt. And what happens and what I see is people are in debt, let's just say specifically credit card debt, and they're trying to get out of debt. But all they do is continue to get themselves more and more and more in debt because they don't have a financial plan. They don't have the foundation built ahead of time, meaning they are still doing the same things that they're doing. They're not spending any less. They're not making any more. And then when all of these unexpected expenses come up, they're never seeing their credit card go down. They never feel like they're getting out of this debt. And that's because we're not planning ahead for the little things, the car maintenances, the vacations that we want to take, the Christmas money, right? Those type of things. So if you can sit down and I know at the end of the year, it's, I'm too far gone. I just want to be done with this year, enjoy my holidays and move on. Okay. Well, January 1st is coming. So let's sit down, you sit down and let's look at your goals for the year. Something that I love doing is the vision board for the next year goal setting. I love reflecting on the current year and seeing how I can improve and be better for the next year. So I encourage you to do that and sit down and say, okay, we want to take one vacation. We want to plan for Christmas and we also want to, um, another thing, an unexpected expense that seems to happen is if you have pets, all throughout the year, you, you have to pay for pet stuff that you just weren't expecting. Like, oh, they had to go to the vet for this random thing. Oh, I had to pay this vet bill or whatever it may be. Oh, those are so frustrating, right? And so at the beginning of the year, we can prepare for those things by our sinking funds. And now that I'm talking about this, I'm y'all are giving me the idea of maybe I need to do a whole podcast episode on sinking funds and elaborate a little bit more on that topic. But the last thing I want to say about that is when it comes to the holidays or when it comes to anything, plan ahead. Don't just assume that when you get to the holiday time that you will have the money because you don't know that. You don't know that you'll have the money and heaven forbid you don't have the money. You're now putting yourself in a very stressful situation financially and mentally and that is not worth it. Your mental health is not worth it. To conclude this episode, I want to say that the holidays shouldn't be a time of stress or worry. It should be a time that you are happy with your loved ones and celebrating life and celebrating your family. We've got to be better about protecting our peace and our happiness. If things around the holidays or if any season of life, it doesn't even matter about the holidays, but if things around any season of life aren't aligned with you, then don't it and I'm speaking to myself here because I am a chronic people pleaser I am somebody that wants to make everybody happy and continues to do things that are not aligned with me and then I worry why I'm anxious exhausted and mentally drained okay it's okay to have healthy boundaries it's okay to protect your peace and your happiness around the holidays whether that mean you don't go and see that toxic family member or you don't buy everybody in your family a gift because that's what is expected of you? No. Protect your peace. You should protect your peace and your happiness because your mental health is worth more than any of those things. So have healthy boundaries and try to do the things that you love around this time of year. So if that's spending time with your family, then spend time with your family. If your family's toxic for you, it's okay for you to distance yourself. The holidays don't mean that you have to show up just because it's the holidays it's okay to have healthy boundaries. I'm here to help and support you in all seasons of life. So the new year is happening. And I know for a lot of people, that means big goals and goal setting and getting your finances or getting everything structured for the year. I'm here to help you with that. I want to cheer you on in all seasons of life. I want to cheer you on from afar or whether we're working closely together towards your goals. I am always here to help you. So reach out and let me know what you need. I hope this episode was helpful for you, and I hope you have a great, great Thanksgiving and Christmas with your family, and we'll talk soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Debt Free CEO Podcast. Make sure you leave us a review and check us out on meganmendez.com. Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at meganmendez__. In the meantime, happy budgeting. See you next time.